Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for someone who forgot the opening thing, Cody. Immediately. Cody, how long ago did I'm Tyler? You're Cody. How long ago did I say I remembered it? I had it. I was like, I got it. And I said you were dumb and I threw so many things at you. I'll remember it. The last like few times, because these have all been yours, you know, I've been like, you ready? You're like, of course I'm, you know, you're like, I'm gearing to go. I've been ready. Oh. I was so now you know. It, it is now you so, know what it's like to be me. So gone from my brain, it's not even funny. Like I can't. It's gone. Like I had it. I could have told it to you. So it is gone now. That's what these these movies are doing to me. You know, they're taking me down. Yeah, taking up so much brain space to try to remember what character they may or may not bring back in the next movie, it, depending on how they feel on the day of when they decided to start shooting it. Yeah. I got my brain just chock full of dudes that I think I should remember that are never coming back in this film series. What what movie did we watch while I try to remember the opening thing? (sighs) I think it's called Resident Evil colon Retribution. Or as my notes say, Resident Evil, whatever. Oh, would you describe was, it, Cody? As I a, was so over a movie <laughs> so over for this. fans of Buckles, because that's what I was gonna say, <laughs> and I forgot Buckles. it. And then I saw the picture that made me think of it. Oh, <laughs> for fans of Buckles, she is strapped into those to that jacket. You know that outfit is buckled all up, all over the place. Oh, I was. We just got to roll with it, right? You know, I just, I mean, that fits yeah. the whole tone of this series, right? You know, oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm what ready to cruise through this one. This is the movie of all six movies. I have the fewest notes for this one. I actually have so, notes for this one. So buckle up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you, are you going to sum this thing up or are we you just going to up? You're summing Do you want me? I'll, you know what? You've been, you've been out here a year, Cody. I don't trust you no more. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about this. I, I, I'm going to sum it up, okay? <laughs> no, so you strap it. I'm summing this one this up, up, but you go I'm ahead. summing this one up, okay? This is a movie about, I don't know. They're, they're, in the, they're doing stuff. They're underwater. <laughs> yeah. Leon's there. What more do you want? I don't know. Were you going to add more detail than that? <laughs> they're underwater and there's Leon, okay? That sums um, up the movie, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's all. I mean, that was my main takeaway from this movie is that Leon shows up. Like I've said before, I have played four and I've played a little bit of five. So when Leon showed up, I was like, it's my guy. <laughs> Leon's here. Finally, they've saved this film franchise. That's what everyone thought, Cody. That's what they thought. Yeah. Right? So, uh, you know, give me your quick impressions on it. Quick. Ready? Go. Yeah. I mean, look, I think this one of all of them, this is the only one that like picked a tone and stayed with it. And for that. I applaud them. You know, I'll give them I'll give them some kudos, some snaps. They went for a vibe and they really, you know, they still did the thing at the beginning of the movie where they're like, what are you talking about? There's more movies before this, you know, and they're like, whatever we were leading up to last time doesn't matter because we're doing this. But once they get to the opening, they're like, hey, this is what we're doing. And it's start to finish. We're doing that. So, I mean, for that, not too bad, you know, not too bad. Yeah. I like this one. I think it's pretty good. I think, um, like you said, I would agree that this is one where it seems the most cohesive. Interestingly enough, I watched some behind the scenes stuff. This is where in Paul's own words and in the words of his, uh, his, his, his peasants, his actors, um, <laughs> his peasants. this is, uh, this, it, you know, actor and a peasant. This, <laughs> very different. this is, uh, 
what um he was going for like this was like <laughs> you mean his wife evolution. hold on when you say peasant slash yeah. actors you mean his wife his right wife, yeah okay which okay right, just if checking. you're like cutting to, if you're doing behind the scenes interviews and you're going to the, the person you cut to the most is the wife of the director to talk about how good he is at everything you, you need to not <laughs> cut to her as much you got to cut to some of the other people okay but uh well and this is a movie that brings back a few folks from the previous movies too so it's not even like yeah i mean they all like working with which okay now here's the thing these movies say what you will about them i'd have fun making these movies Right. You get to do a lot of flipping and there's a lot of slow-mo stuff and there's a lot of no one's going to be asking you any questions. Yeah. It's like (laughs) we're just doing these would be fun. We're not stressing over any details. We're just doing it. Yeah. So, you know, he was going for an evolution, you know, to step it up a bit with this movie. Yeah. Uh, Which, you know, I noticed in good and bad ways. And, uh, you know, yeah. So do you want to just you want to get into it, Cody? Do you want to get yeah, no, I'm ready. Hop in my I'm ready. Rolls Royce, you know, because that's whatever Bentley Rolls Royce, whatever, because that's what everyone drives in Russia. That's what we all know. They're all rich in Russia, Cody. One thing Russia's got is just an abundance of everything, luxury right? vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let you know, we'll uh, we'll hop in, Cody. Hop in my car here. Let's cruise on down to Spoiler Town. And do you want to? Do you want to start off? Do you want to kick it off? Do you want to give me your your stuff so I can? I mean, I can. I might as well, you know, I might as well just do it because that's what I'm good at doing, you know, just do it and just dive in. I'm the lead hitter here and I'm starting uh, now. Okay, I said it last time. I'll say it again. They changed that girl from Resident Evil 2 way too much. Like they might as well not even brought back Jill Valentine because in the second one, she's the agent and she got the tube top and she's like, well, yeah, I'm out here doing stuff. Shoot for the head. And then in the last movie, they were like, we teased it. She's coming back and she's under the thumb, under the control of the Umbrella Corporation. And in this one, it's like, you're not really even the same character. You got different hair. You got different outfit. You got different attitude, different vibe. I don't even, I barely recognize you. And I'm getting nothing from you being back here, you know? So don't even have her in there, you know? Don't even do it. And you're going to say, well, hey, they teased they're going to use her in the next movie. We'll see how that turns out. <laughs> we will see how that turns out. I'm going to guess bad, but hey, I won't give anything away. We're spoiling this movie, not the next movie, okay? Ada Wong. She's out here. She looks, I mean, they took the video game. They turned her into real life, and they said, bam, she's in here. And I applaud them for that. They did a good job with Leon. They killed it with Ada Wong. What on Ada you know what I'm saying? Leon is like, oh, hey, it's a guy who kind of looks like the guy from the game. Oh, he's wearing his jacket. That's pretty cool. But he's not that, you know, I get that he's Leon, but he isn't Leon. Ada Wong is just Ada Wong. You know, you've seen that movie. Is it Weird Science in the 80s where they use the computer program to make the lady? That's what it looks like. They just, they realized that technology and they did it. I hate looking at Wesker. I just hate it. I hate looking at his stupid recast face and I hate that he's got his little, I mean, he's always in like these tight outfits. <laughs> yeah, his pose. He's so taut. He's like an action figure. And then he like waddles around. It's like, he looks like a mannequin. He's just like a stiff mannequin. They're waddling around the set, but he's a man. I don't, the choices he has made, like everyone else knows that this is a movie and Wesker is convinced this is a video game. He's like, no, no. This is a 2003 video game, and I'm walking like that. And you know what? More power to him. 
but boy, do I hate looking at his face. How are we still fighting Wesker? I thought we killed him twice in the last movie. Uh, I understand that at a certain point in this series, we introduce clones, but when it's just Wesker, Wesker, Wes- how? How are we still doing it with this man? I don't think it's ever going to end. I mean, this film series is about to wrap up. I, I don't think we're done with them yet, even. You know what I mean? Is he in the Raccoon City one? Is he in the Netflix show? I, he, I bet he is. Ah, oh, so rough. And Ada Wong, too. They bring her in, and then we got no more Ada Wong after this one. So what is that? What a waste. You know, I feel like the characters they choose to resurrect, like Jill Valentine is a character I wanted to see again, and then they don't really bring her back because they bring her back as robot-controlled Jill Valentine. You know what I'm saying? I just the people they choose to bring back and how I don't know what logic they're going through, but they're not picking the best one. They're not picking the one we all want, you know? Uh, I mean, like case in point, this movie starts out and it's like a thing where it's like, hold on, is that Alice and she's got a baby and she's there with the guy from the second one, too, is back. And it's like, oh, this is what their life could have been, you know, but then it's like the zombies come and. Anyway, it turns out it's like a simulation, right? And there. But like Michelle Rodriguez is just there. I'm like, stop. Michelle Rodriguez in the PTA? Like she's, I don't understand. She just pops up for that, but then she pops up later and she's a villain, I guess. I don't know. That confused. When when she was just there and it was like, no, I get the point, right? It's trying to be like, hey, don't worry. We brought back your girl, Michelle. But then we had to kill her because she's a villain. You know, I don't know. I don't know. This movie starts off just like every movie. This one more so than the other. It just throws you a curveball. You know, at least the previous movie, it's like, oh, she's coming and getting revenge on Wesker. I, yeah, I knew that, right? We knew that because Wesker works for Umbrella. And she didn't like Umbrella because Umbrella ruined her life, probably. All right. Or something. And um, and this one, it starts off where it's just like, we're not explaining nothing. Good luck. You know, and then it ties in later. It's fine. I don't care. How much time do I got left? Oh, we're still cruising. I mean, he looks just like the guy from the game. You know, good job. They did it with the guy. The Leon. The Leon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's his name. Who is running Umbrella? And I'm so confused. We killed so many leaders of Umbrella so many times. Like, who's out here running it? Is it just one dude? Is it the whole board? I don't. We just keep seeing one of two people coming back. And it's like, how many times we got to kill these guys? Like, the world has ended. There was an apocalypse, remember? And, and an extinction. And somehow Umbrella's still just cruising. We just got this corporation running when there was, remember, I mean, an extinction. We went off. through extinction down no, to no, afterlife. No, We're on retribution. I don't even know. You're supposed to forget that movie, Cody. You're supposed to not worry about it now. Hold on. I mean, on. if your company can survive an extinction, good. Who are you selling stuff to? What? I don't understand. It's just zombies now. You're a corporation, which means you've got to make revenue. Who's giving you this revenue, Tyler? Tell Cody, me. We don't Tell, get that. Are they into selling that. stuff to the zombies? We don't answer Do the those zombies questions. have a currency system? We don't answer those questions. As far as I'm movie. concerned, the only people alive are Alice, six of her friends per movie, and the Umbrella Corporation. So what are they doing? Here, Cody, give me five minutes of your time. I'll tell you what we're doing. All right. Okay? I'm ready. <clears throat> Let me tell you something, Cody. Nipple count on my count? I'm sure you got 40. I got zero. Okay. So let's just, I need to know how much laser focus you are on nipples more than I am. Okay. Let's say, let's say, okay. I, my first note is I forgot what happened in the last one for a second. It's, it's so just like Paul <laughs> W.S. Anderson, I forgot everything about the last movie <laughs> for the first few minutes of this movie. And then I was like, all right, I'm back on board. Okay. 
It's got a cool slow-mo sci-fi fight scene where she's doing stuff and shooting those coins that you hate because you're un-American. That's why you don't like quarters, okay? <laughs> Here's the thing. When she pops up, when she like opens her eyes and it's like, it was all a dream. She's just a suburban mom with long blonde hair and she's with uh, Oscar and they're, and they're, and they got their life and their little girl that can, uh, she could sign language and they're like, you got to talk while you sign, which who, you know, I don't have been known a lot of deaf people, but I've never really known that to be a thing, but maybe it is. I don't know. Cody, you know, you know, you know about the deaf people. So. You know, the deafs, as I like to call them. If I'm going to be racist <laughs> against the races and the other people, I got to include the, the, deaf, the deafs, right? <clears throat> um, let's say, let's talk about the number one threat in every single apocalypse, and that's garbage trucks. Let's outlaw garbage trucks. I've seen every apocalypse movie there is, and it's always the garbage trucks that get them, right? You're always going, and then boom, garbage truck that is on fire takes out your car, okay? And it's like, look. This apocalypse has been going for 45 seconds. That garbage truck was on fire and on a rampage before the apocalypse started. I think these garbage men are just waiting. They're waiting. And then the second stuff starts to go south, they go nuts. Like you could literally like turn off all the lights in a building and they they're going to start the apocalypse. You've triggered it. They're Cody. They're going to they're the ones they're going to trigger World War Three. All right. There's too many. Okay, let's talk about it. There's too many straps and buckles. There's too many. What? This isn't Kingdom Hearts, all right? We don't need this many buckles. Why are you buckling? That's got to take like 45 minutes to get that boot on. So many buckles, Cody. I can barely handle one buckle, all right? Just a single buckle? There's too many buckles. Can we agree on the amount of buckles? Too many. It's too many buckles. <clears throat> did you notice one thing about all the keyboards they're all apple what was the apple keyboard budget on this film they're all <laughs> apple keyboards those are expensive cody i want to see i want reality you know you know cody you work for one of these giant evil mega corporations you call down and you say hey i want an apple keyboard they're gonna say sir you're gonna get a 12 dollar knockoff logitech keyboard you're not even going to get the name brand Logitech. You're going to get a knockoff that somebody sneezed on, okay? Because they don't got that. There it is. It's not in the budget for anything better, Cody. Not in the budget, all right? What are, we're only a $800 trillion company a year, Cody. What do you mean we can't? We can't be spending $100 per keyboard for our people. We can't even be affording health insurance, all right? You know, you're out here. They can't. They'll kill you if you ask for it at, at your company, right? You know, and Cody, I got, you know, this film, this work of art, let's call it, let's call it what it is. All right. You know, it's winning out here, winning awards. And I was like, I clicked on these awards. And I'm like, Razzies, it got nominated for a Razzie. How dare you? Did not win. It won. How can you get a nominated for a Razzie and then win a legitimate award? That's what I want to know. All right. How is that going to happen? How are you going to look me in the face and say that is one for acting and one for special effects? Sure. But that's not what we're talking about, Cody. I'm talking about you can't win awards and negative awards at the same time. <clears throat> that's just not cool. Here's the real thing. You're talking about Ada Wong. You spent so much time talking about her. Let's talk about how much I'm about to blow your mind, Cody. Here's why you think it's Ada Wong, Cody. It is Ada Wong. All right. They got, a, they got an actor that looks like her. And then 
Ada Wong, the girl, the same person that voices are in the games, voices are in the movies. Did I blow your mind? It's all dubbed, Cody. None of that is that actress. Not a single word. She's got a thick Chinese accent. And they were like, nope. So they had the voice actor dub every single line. And you didn't notice it all. I can see by your face. Your mind is blown. And but you bought it. Look at you, you freaking sucker. <laughs> Oh my gosh. From the beginning to what is possibly the best ending of any movie out of all time. Oh, you bought it. Tyler, I'm going to catch off there because you just blew my mind. Here's the thing. Remember in when the third movie happened and I was like, my set is off. The lip sync is gone for this whole movie. Why is it all? How did I not notice Ada Wong was all ADR? Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about how this is not a good movie. We can agree on that. This is not like top 10 movies of all time. This is not a, a ton of money thrown into this movie. This is not like a high budget, high production quality movie. <clears throat> Can we agree on that? Some of the effects look yeah. a little weird. It looks like they yeah. overshot their budget, in my opinion. Like they tried to go a little <laughs> too hard sometimes. And it looks great when it's all in shadow, but there's a few at the beginning that are too well lit. Mm. The fact that they nailed an entire movie's worth of ADR and nobody never notices I don't even shows know. that if you go, can't do it in an Avengers movie, you're bad at your job, editor. You're bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was impressive. I and that brings me to my next point, which is this thing gave me hard video game vibes. We talked about how there's an Alien 3 movie in the series. There's a horror movie. There's a Mad Max movie. This one is just like, no, we're doing a video game movie. And, you know, from start to finish, once you get through the opening sequence, it's just like. Yeah, no, look, here's the map of where we're going and we're zooming in. I was like, oh, this is exactly what it would be like in a video game. And I mean, the vibe sticks the whole time. And in that way, this movie succeeds more than probably any other movie in the series. It is just like, we're doing this. It's a 90 minute thrill ride. We're going. Bam. It started. We're off to the races. And that way, I kind of liked it, you know. But yeah, hard video game vibes, all the characters and uh, everything they were doing. I mean, there's even there are a couple of scenes where I was like, oh, this feels just like the quick time events they make you do. Like when they do the laser hallway and stuff like that, we're like, oh, man, they nailed it, you know. So that's cool. Let's talk about the sign language. You brought it up. Look, I've had a friend or two that were deaf and uh, did the sign language. Their whole family did sign language as a result. A lot of them do talk when they sign. Um and a lot of them, you'll even notice too, even if they're not speaking aloud, they're still like mouthing what they're saying. Um, so, and I think it helps because it's like, oh yeah, I can read your hands. I can also read your lips, you know? I don't know if it's just like to help people that also are learning that it's speak English to be like, oh, well, I, I'm speaking, but I'm also ASLing. So, but yeah, I do see people there, always, even like the ones who are non-hearing. Um, they uh, a lot of them still mouth their words and you can hear like little breaths coming out where it's like, OK, you yeah, know, they're kind of lipping them. So they are kind of talking. But uh, I mean, here's the thing about it. It was way too much the whole time because it's just like, look, hey, I sell it or say it or. But they do it both so slowly and loudly that it's like, I don't even I'd rather you just said the line or you just ASL it and gave me the the subtitles because it was like. It was like they were trying to stretch the movie or something where they were like, look, we got to get three more minutes of movie out of this. So how about this? Whenever you do sign language, say a real slow and real loud, you know? Now, Cody, here's what I'm going to hit you with. The, you, you know, you, I may have to go back and I may have to cut this out. This character is not supposed to be hearing impaired. They put it. Mm -hmm. 
but the the little the little lady here that audition nailed it so hard then they're like we love it so they redid the character so this little lady that is her actually talking and signing she's actually okay. impaired so you're just oh, making fun of how slow impaired. that she's talking she's out here saying like <laughs> i don't like how she's talking but that's just how she talks but you know what i'm saying it's like this is like a fast-paced action move it's like all right now let's press pause on that because let's have a little dialogue back and forth yeah. you know what i'm saying like it ruined the whole flow of like what should have been a high octane action movie you know yeah i here's the thing i hate it when the disabled as Cody calls them, comes into my movie <laughs> and messes it up, you know? Tyler, Listen. look, I, I'm looking at my notes here. Yeah. I got my movie list. You know the top movie on my, where was it? That oh, wasn't my top movie. Movie number five in 2021 was Coda. I'm down with the deaths. <laughs> on record. Yeah. Let's talk about 2021, the best movies of the year. You got Come On, Come On, a movie I've talked to other movie people and people haven't even heard of it. I don't know what's going on. I thought it was the best movie that year. Weren't nominated for nothing. And even indie movie people haven't seen it. So maybe it's a figment of my imagination. You got Pig. You got The Suicide Squad. You got Dune. Then you got Coda. All right. That's a good crew of movies to be in. Cody, I just, you know, I'm, I believe that you're not racist because you've got a black friend, but you know. Man, no, I just I was thinking about that earlier today. Oh, you're not My racist because you got a black friend? How I like don't have any. You know what I mean? Like growing up, I made a few, like one or two, but then I'd like change schools or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I had one and then I moved, you know? Yeah. Look, if you're black and you want to be my friend, tweet us at opinion havers. I need to look less racist on the podcast, please. Yeah. Tyler, let's talk about this. They're moving on, and she got some sort of high end high-tech tracking device that is just like a Garmin Fitbit watch. Like, not yeah. the full smartwatch, but it's like the little band one that were popular for a while. It's just like, yeah. oh, she just got a Fitbit. They just they just did a Fitbit. You There's know? a lot of product placement in this movie. Am I wrong? Or am I wrong? Or am uh, I right? No way. You would never be wrong. Not on this podcast. It's like, I don't think there's a giant... Has there ever been, like, a giant GameStop in the middle of Times Square? <laughs> <laughs> it takes this, up. it very much did the transformers four thing where it's like all right who's got the money and who's gonna help us fund this thing now one thing i did think is funny is so the scene that where they have the big gunfight with the Las plagas guys right yeah which i told those guys busted out and tiffany's like what's that and i was like oh it's it's different from the other games they're parasite and i forgot oh that goodness, they what? can use guns right because they're like mm-hmm. zombies but it's more like people that can't die right um, they are yeah, zombies. Well, people, what's the difference of like guns? Well, it, yeah, I don't know. Well, like in the fourth one, because it, like you said, it's Lost Plagas. When they said, you've been invented with the Lost Plagas, I was like, well, first off, you never explained what Lost Plagas was, but that's fine. Yeah. Second off, in Resident Evil 4, that's when they go to Spain and Leon has to rescue the president's daughter who's kidnapped in Spain. Anyway, the big deal with that one is, you know, the previous movies, you're like, oh, I'm a zombie. I'm walking around and you got to shoot me. And in Resident Evil 4, it's like, oh, these villagers are talking to each other just in Spanish. Like, you know, so they are taken over with the parasite, but they are like fully speaking still, you know, like that's what's kind of different about that one. So, yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of being able to use a gun, sure, why not? You know? Yeah. So it's like they're zombies, but with guns and they're more like people that just are hard to kill. 
She's like, that's less scary, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but it's it's more scary when you've been playing three Resident Evil games and the fourth one, they're like, all right, they're talking now. You're like, wait, what? They're working together. You're like, I'm sorry. They're speaking Excuse crazy me? zombie language. Yeah. It's just Spanish, Cody. It's uh, just, Resident Evil 4, Spanish what a great Spanish. intro to a game. The first 30 minutes of Resident Evil 4, what a masterpiece. Is that all you played because it was the demo? I beat the whole game on my brother's New Game Plus account, so I had all the you know, good weapons. Uh, Ooh, all right, let's talk about this. No, 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 no. And and since we're on Resident Evil 4. No, there was more to it. we're on Resident Evil 4. No, but it's about the about. store. Then we'll come back to the last oh. part. It's, it's, so the right. store, well, in fact, that's not product placement. That's just a very, very, that's a very well-known uh, department store in red, in like the, the red square there in the center of uh, Moscow. And uh, oh. if there's a quote from a behind-the-scenes thing from Paul Anderson. He's like, yeah, at uh, Bryn or Gun, some, I don't know. I can't remember how it's actually pronounced. It's not pronounced how it looks because, you know, Cyrillic. And uh, he's like, we had to build it. And then there's a weird pause. And he's like, because uh, I don't think the owners would have let us blow it up. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, Paul, I don't think you're wrong. I, don't think, I can't say that you're wrong. Uh, you know, one well, of the most rascal. well-known department stores on earth outside of the United States uh, probably can't blow up the front of it. That's fair. That's a fair statement to make. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about uh, the Lost yeah. Caucus. No, I was just going to say, you know, the thing I remember the most from Resident Evil 4 immediately is just like, right, it's a survival horror game. So like sometimes ammunition is sparse and you have to improvise and do whatever you can to conserve your resources. That's a big part of the genre of games. And like, I was just waiting for someone to use the knife because in Resident Evil 4, and I'm sure it's the case of the other ones, but you know, you're low on bullets. You're like, I got six bullets. I'm fighting one zombie. Sure enough, I got to walk over to this and do the knife swipe till it dies, which is about seven knife swipes. And you got to get real close and you got to point your camera down and you got to hold the knife button and you got to go swipe, swipe, swipe. And it's like, you know, it's not like a cool action move where it's like I stabbed it in the throat and it dies. It's like, all right, if I just keep paper cutting this guy, he will bleed out eventually. Finally, I was waiting the whole game for Leon to use his knife like that. I wanted it to be like a scene for comedy, but it wasn't. And it wasn't the same, but he did use the knife. And I was like, you know, I would have been upset if he didn't use the knife. But man, I was waiting for someone to be like, all right, let me hold on. All right, one, two, three, four, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Here's the thing, I'm just going in. Okay, I was looking up because I was like, because I called it the Lost Plagas, which I was like, did I just say the the plague? No, no. Yeah, Cody, I said the the pests. I looked it up. That's what it translates to. Mm-hmm. Why is it pests and not plague? Why is it? Plaga, if you put the S on the end. Why is it plaga? pests? Plaga is plague. I was just saying. I put in, but that's La Plaga. Well, but my thing says it does mean plague, and that's what I would have said. It says plague pest. Oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing about Spanish dictionaries. Some of them suck. In fact, I would say a lot of them suck. But like, here's the thing. Uh, usually, if like the something changes slightly with the Google Translate, right, or with the, any of these dictionaries, it's like, oh, because if you say it this way, it would mean that. You know, if you say it one way, right? Which sounds dumb, but think about read versus read. <laughs> Means different yeah. things, Cody. Yeah. It's spelled the same. Hmm. Um, I'm just saying, like, it's not what <sighs> the creepy little guys, though. Also, were these like World I War II got... Russians that were the Lost Plaga? 
They're like the release. Oh, I the think lost maybe water. it means pest because sometimes people associate it with like the plague of the insects, like the oh. locusts. To look at you. Um, I also saw a saying someone means it means vulva in some country, which cool. I mean, Seems I wasn't like ready cool for country. that, but yeah. All right, I can't find the vulva comment, but it was the first. What's funny is that, like, in Google, like Google's like summary of the page, it was like, all right, vulva, that's what we're doing. And then when I opened the full page, like everyone's talking about plague, calamity, insects. I was like, hold on, so <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> where's vulva guy at? What's he doing? I can't even find. Google, you're a perv. Oh, there it is. In Spain, <laughs> is it's a, a synonym for vulva, but in Dominican Spanish, it can mean anything from... Oh, that's a different word. Never mind. All right, hold on. All right, we we good. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I'm glad we're good. I'm glad that we cleared oh, that Oh, man. Up. All right, don't worry. Just forget it. Just bleep out every time I said vulva when we release this, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. Look. Here's my main thing about this movie. I think for the first time, I was like, oh, wall to wall, the action was pretty good. Like, the action was much improved, I think, from the previous movies as a whole. And that's what I think I liked, is that this one said, video game vibe, action vibe, we're just sticking to that. And it did a pretty good job at it. So that's the biggest positive I can say about this one. I think the action was pretty solid. I will say, too, another Resident Evil slash video game staple they had in this one remember last movie they had the guy with the what's his name with the nails in his head and the giant hammer oh tyrant thing tyrant well in this movie tyrant's there too but don't worry there's two of them which is like classic resident evil classic video game where you're like you thought fighting one of that guy sucked well here's two of them idiot it's a good one i only have honestly i only have one more note oh and it is this and i need you to tell me what it means all she had to do was grab it towards the end. What she kind of just grab? like grab at the end. She grabbed something. What the she whole point of the mission that, oh, I thought there would be like some security behind the final thing she gets. Doesn't she pick up something at the end that's supposed to be, and like she just, she just has to get it. It's just there. It's like, yeah, I can get point A to point B. You grab it and you're good to go. You won the mission. What was the MacGuffin she was trying to get at, at the end before they uh, the got the elevator? Uh-huh. Or a vial or some something, some cure thing or some, I don't know. All she had to do was grab it. I mean, that I think you're thinking of the next movie where there's a vial, but no, but I wrote it down in this one. I know I wrote it down. Uh, Cody, what do they have to grab? I don't know. What if they get there to the end? Here's the thing this is the only movie I I know what it is. I know what you're talking about. It's the spider on jill valentine's chest because even <laughs> yeah, tiffany was yeah, like to unbrainwash her you just yeah. grab it and pull it out you don't have to break it deactivate it hack it okay. she was just like let me add me. a bit of me. uh outrage to you okay because she she knows what these little spiders are it's established in the previous movie what yeah. the spider on the chest is it's a mind control thing she knows this what yeah. i hate is in the scene that she just grabs it she has a face like it's been hidden the whole time behind something, which would make sense. Like if Jill had had like her, her little jumpsuit zipped up, but she can't do that. Come on. There's a video yeah. game movie, please. All right. Of yeah. And then it like came unzipped very sexily and it's like <gasps> the spider, but the spider's been there the whole time. And so, she, but she's like, Oh, that thing I can just, and it's like, you've seen this. You've seen it. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, okay, oh, hold on. I, 
before we get too far, I did think of one thing. You said you loved Leon and other guy, as you called him, Barry. The cr- Barry with the, his big with his big pistol, right? Everybody loves him from the video games. I could tell you. So my my brother's the fan of the video games, much like your brother sounds like is the bigger fan of the video games. Yeah, he's played a, he's played a couple of them. My brother was outraged at this man's death, which then I told Tiffany, like, if you want these movies to be beloved by the fans of the video games, you need to feature, have the have your main character, Alice, get constantly rescued by the video game characters, but do not affect their story, do not hurt them, do not kill them, do not change them in any way. And Paul's like, got it, I understand. I need to kill all of the video game characters and permanently alter their character in that if and then when the video game doesn't match up, then everybody will be confused. But nobody's confused because everybody's like, you can't mess with the video game characters. All right. Yeah. Capcom doesn't give a shoot about these movies. As long as they get their check in the mail, they don't care. But he was outraged that Barry went out like a bee. All right. As he hear you. As he said. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, you know, it's funny. I'm looking at some of this trivia and it says the scene between Ada and Alice is a reenactment of the scene in Resident Evil 4 where Leon meets up with Ada for the first time. Just hilarious because now I'm realizing, oh, yeah, no, they took a bunch of that from that cutscene. So there mm-hmm. you go. Same outfit and everything. Yeah. And um, I'm in the trivia and I just noticed Big Butter and Eggman. So there you go. You see Big Shout Butter out to and Big Eggman. Butter and Eggman. I just noticed his list as well. I mean, I want to know. I want to know what else is on this list, but I'm afeard because, uh, you know, big, oh, I'm clicking it. You can't stop me. Ooh. I'm in here. It's a 404 error. Good news. He will not kill us today. All right. So, yeah, I, I remember more, a lot of people being upset because the whole team that Leon's got with him is like his team from his games, I think. And yeah. I remember a lot of people being very upset about them. Like, like yeah, you know, like, this team of people that beat like a worse version of the zombie thing. No problem. Everybody survived. Yeah, no, they all die because a guy got snuck up on with a chainsaw. I don't know if you remember that. Chainsaw man came out of nowhere. Tiff- or Cody, you're not Tiffany. How dare you? All right. Cody, chainsaw man came out of nowhere and stabbed him with the chainsaw. That's how one team member goes down. Is there a chainsaw guy in this movie? Because I yes. was waiting for a chainsaw guy to pop up, but chainsaw, then I never remember. Chainsaw guy shows up and kills one of Leon's team members and then is about to kill Leon, I think. And then Luther saves him. I guess. Here's the thing. At the end of this movie, they're fighting Sean Rodriguez or Jill Valentine, where they get a thing up there and they're fighting Michelle. They brought back Michelle Rodriguez just to make her a villain and then kill her. Yeah, like the other characters, at least they survived the movie and then they inexplicably killed them off between movies. This one, they're like, hey, Michelle Rodriguez is awesome, right? And this is when her career has taken off. <laughs> Let's bring her back and then just like murder her. Yeah, I didn't like that, you know? She's coming, though. She's coming back, though, Cody. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. But you look me in the eyes and you try to tell me that there was not a plan at some point during the making of this movie that, oh, she's coming back for the next one as a villain. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if we got Wesker part seven, then why wouldn't we have Michelle Rodriguez part Rodriguez part three? I just tell you, this man, okay, Cody, look up Sean Roberts. All right, look at his, this man's face. It's so funny because he's such a goober normally. <laughs> it's funny to see him in behind the scenes stuff too with the, 
all dressed up as Wesker. And instead of doing the like constipated, upset CEO face, he's just smiling. He's like, I'm just happy to be here. You know, this is awesome. This is my time. You know, <laughs> like he's such a little goober. Look at his dumb uh, face. Yeah. Oh. Um, I see some trivia here that says the original plan was to make this film this movie the same time as the sixth game, making it like a two part finale. But then in development, they're like, look, Ali Larder went with Miller. They're going to be in the cast, too, because, you know, we brought back Claire for every movie. So why not this one? Then the studio backed out and um, Claire and Chris were scrapped from the production plans. And then they're like, look, Resident Evil Retribution, it's just a standalone film. Um, but then they still kept the tagline saying this is the beginning of the end or whatever, you know. Which is weird because the end of this movie, you're like, they really set this up to be like, look, we're teeing up the very final chapter. We're going to call it Resident Evil, the final chapter. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you've seen the last movie, but uh, Paul did that thing where he just kind of ignored everything he set up in the previous one again. I don't. I think look, he did. That's a topic the for the next movie. But at the end of this movie and. Is this the, what do they do at the end of the movie? Is Wesker like, ha, your powers, I have returned them to you yeah. or something, right? Is that he what he does at the end of this one? And it's like, Wait. Wesker, last movie you took away the powers and yeah. this movie you're giving the powers. What is your goal? Have you gone insane? What are you doing here? And Wesker in this one's like, you have no reason to trust me, but I'm going to help you get out of here. And then, you know what I'm saying? I don't even... So is Wesker good? Is he bad? Does he want her to have powers? Does he not want her to have powers? Does he just like getting killed by her? I don't understand. Okay, so at the end, or throughout this movie, it's like, it's Wesker. And he's like, I'm helping you because the Red Queen's taking over humanity. He's like, we're all human. Here we are, bunch of humans together as a team. Even though we've all seen Wesker's kind of gone off the deep end, probably can't be classified as a human anymore. Um, And, uh, so he's like, I need you back, Alice. So he's like, I gave you powers, which I'll remind everybody in case you forgot since you watched the movie, Cody. They use the same animation that they used when he took away her powers. So he doesn't inject her with the T virus like he says. He injects her with the little, little, the, which funny enough, I'm pretty sure it's the same like 3D model they used for the Las Plagas, but made less smaller. And so they go in there and I'm like, that wasn't the T virus. Which then, you know, whatever. But that's, he's like, I've given you back your powers because we got to defeat the enemy. We got to defeat the Zerg. They're here. The Zerg have arrived, you know. But it's like, aren't you Zerg? Didn't you make, didn't you found, aren't you a founding member of Zerg? And aren't you the CEO or sub-CEO of Umbrella? What is Umbrella up to? Who's running it? What's their, what's the point anymore? Yeah. Well, he says the Red Queen's taken over. That's the premise, which is, I'll say, it's teeing up exactly what you were saying is like what you were kind of hoping for from the beginning was like you liked the Red Queen and you wanted him to do more with her. So it's like, oh, that should have been the thing is that all this catastrophe is like the Red Queen going homicidal crazy. Right. And that's kind of what they were teeing up. It's like it's like, it's like oh, it's a Wesker. He's here. He's on our side now. Enemy of my enemy friend. We're going to make out a little bit, but oh, not so much because we know what he can do with that mouth. We know what that mouth do. So we got to be careful of that mouth, Cody. Uh, so, yeah. 
but he's also the president, I guess. I don't know. I just love this stupid, like they go there, they're Washington, D.C., and then they walk through and I'm the like, final stand. This is such the, like, a Independence Day or a D.C. It's him in the, in the <laughs> Oval Office sitting there. And she's like, always like, mm, suits me, doesn't it? And I'm like, oh my gosh. I told <laughs> Tiffany, this is the moment when I first kind of laid these movies out for you. And I was like, they introduced Turtleneck Guy out of nowhere. I thought of this moment. And then, like, I thought he showed up on the boat, got killed, and then showed up again here. I don't remember any of his other scenes, any of his other appearances. So that's why I was like, who is Turtleneck Guy? And you know what? Next time I watch this series and I'll watch it again. Don't you test <laughs> Don't. me. Tyler, I care about you so much. I'll and watch it again, You just spend 90 minutes seven different times watching a different version of the same movie so that has nothing to do with the previous though, Cody. Uh, I don't. So much fun. And it's, uh, I don't know. You know, he's going to show I mean, up and I'll be like, I, oh, that's Wesker. I don't know what I did wrong with watching this series. I think this is the kind of thing that would be fun to watch at 2 a.m. when you're like slap happy. Oh, yeah. But me watching it, trying to comprehend the plot because I've watched them all like within a row is so infuriating. It makes it so much like I know you talked about like, hey, to have any idea of what's going on, you kind of got to watch them all in a short time frame. Yeah. And look, good news is I knew what was going on. And it made me more upset because I knew how often they were like, JK, LOL, we got a new movie going here, but don't worry. Next movie, we'll keep talking about what we just said. And then the next movie, they're like, new movie. I got you. You believed me. You're such an idiot. Here's a new storyline. Anyway, let's see what happens next. And then you show up again and like, you took me serious again. Fool me once, dude. I don't know what to tell you. You're back here for more. You're the rube. You're the idiot. I tricked you into watching all these movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happened. You watched all of them, Cody. Every Look, single minute. Yeah, I did it. watch all the minutes. Unlike you, I will not be revisiting this series. Uh, I mean, I would disown a child if they were like, Dad, do you want to watch Resident Evil with me? I would do it. I would just be like, no, you're going to play the video games like a man. And we are never going to talk about these movies again. You be like, no, we're gonna watch Mortal Kombat, a good movie. Yeah, Mortal Kombat one and two, easy, and the reboot even better. Yeah, I'll watch those all day long. Finally, a movie of substance. You know what I'm saying? A yeah. movie that that knows how to write a good plot. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd say yeah, sure. Uh, I just you know, I mean, you, this is saying this else? trivia is saying that like some of these scenes in the film were from. A Q&A on Twitter, including bringing back characters like Rain and Carlos. Oh, yeah. Well, Santa at this point, Gilroy by popular demand. Honestly, at this point, the series had kind of been like they knew that the only people going to watch these movies, spending money on them were like the people, the diehard fans. Right. People like me, they're going to have the steel book of every single film. It's a cult classic. Yeah. So it's like they got to, they went real hard into let's make the movie. This is where the turn happens the hardest, I'd say, into like this one and the next one. It's like, you got to make it for them. I feel, I feel like killing half the people's favorite character aside from, it's like it, most people, most, you know, casual fans of Resident Evil, it's like, who's your favorite character? Leon, Jill. Or that third guy, uh, Bobby or whatever, that they killed. And it's like, cool, we're going to make Jill a bad guy. We're going to kill the other guy. And Leon's just kind of going to be there. <laughs> like, 
cool. I feel oh, like man. you didn't nail it. But uh, it's a fun movie, just like all the others. I'd say it's the most fun. I'd say some of the fight scenes are hard to watch because there's a lot of cuts, but, you know, not as much as some of the others. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. I didn't write it down, but I had that thought where I was like, the action is better as a whole, but they are, like, aggressively cutting. Maybe that's the next one, too. But the next one's worse. Yeah. Way worse. <laughs> because they go earlier in the series, they're not cutting enough, and it's like, okay, well, Mila's still, like, coming into her own as an action star, and she doesn't, you know... As someone who likes the John Wick movies, you know, in movies like that, we were like, oh, you got like real martial artists really going at it, like really good stuntmen. And I feel like the first few Resident Evils are like, oh, we, you know, we're kind of doing it. But it's just a lot of American movies, you speed it up or you cut faster. And that's how you get around people not being like excellent martial artists. That's what's so great about like John Wick movies and things. Anyway, they didn't figure out how to do that in this one. And then this one takes a hard turn where they're like, now we're doing it too fast and too much. I feel like this one struck a little better balance. Like I said, I think of all of them, this probably has my favorite action. Still, it's not like good enough action for me to, you know, love the movie, but they did a little better. Yeah, I think it was fun. Um, I think this was the most fun of all the movies. For, uh, this is the best one. Oh, movie. yeah, for sure. Like I said, it stick. It actually sticks with its vibe and his vibe is video game, which is a fun vibe, you know? Yeah. Whereas the other ones are they shut down of all the movies. Red Alien Square three. Come on to get. Yeah, I thought they shut down Red Square to film there. They shut down Red Square to get like place like shots of everything around it to use on a green screen. Mm, yeah. But he's like the way that Paul W.S. Anderson and behind the scenes stuff words that he's like, yeah, we sent a unit there to get some shots with no one in there. They don't mention that they got the government to close one of the most like at this point not so much right now but uh one of the heaviest trafficked tourist spots on earth to say no one can come in here resident evil needs some shots some establishing shots all right that's what happened cody yeah they shut Uh. down that whole area we're talking government officials probably couldn't walk to work because of this movie because of this film can you believe that yeah I mean, I can believe anything Paul Wesker Anderson it puts his mind to. I believe he can do it. Yeah. yeah now, this it. is the only movie I remember seeing any clips of because at the end when they're fighting in the snow, I was like, oh my goodness, I remember this. I remember they fight in the snow and she fights the guy and then it shows her breaking his spine. Then that never happened. And now I'm questioning everything. What movie did I watch that looked just like the same setting? And I'm positive had Mila Jovovich in it. But was it a director's cut? Maybe. I don't know, because they just fought Michelle Rodriguez the whole time. I thought there was going to be a mutant monster like a nemesis or something that popped out, and they never did. Tyler, I'm questioning my whole existence, because when I told you I'd seen a little bit of this movie, it was that scene. That scene did not happen, but a scene like it did happen. What happened to me? I don't know what you're talking about, Cody. Am I just Uh, a clone? Are these not even my memories? Probably. How many other opinion havers podcasts are out there with my clones as the host? Um, you know. So uh, you're sounding like an incinerator clone to me if you keep talking this way, you know, something like that's what's uh, happening, you know. All right, all right, all right, all right. I can back, I can ease off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, that's like all I got to say about this one, you know? What else am I missing? Uh, I think we got it all. I think we we said all the things, you know, we said, we talked about the Apple keyboards, talked about the fact that you didn't notice the ADR once. But here's the thing. You're so used to it being like it could be off a tiny bit, maybe every so often. Um, so, you know, 
maybe it is off, but you don't notice it because you're used to hearing that voice with that face in a video game. Maybe they took advantage of your dumb lizard brain. Probably did. I don't even have a full brain. I got a clone brain. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Just like, I don't know who does the ADR for this film. Put them on everything. I mean, they probably did such a bad job with the third one that they fired him and then got like the best in the biz for the subsequent movies. Look, your movie, your your sound system just messed up, Cody. The entire uh, movie is not off sync, just so you know. Just to clarify that. For look, everybody. I hated it. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's talk. Okay, do you, are you ready to rate? I'm ready to rate it. This one? Yeah. All right, I've thought about it long and hard. I almost, I almost brought it up to a C level. I am not going to do that. This movie is a firm D+. B plus? Oh, wow. That's great. Write that down. B plus for Cody. You know, I'm not as high on it as you. I think I'm just going to go B. B movie? I gotta, I don't, we gotta talk about how we're rating these. I guess we can talk about it in the next episode, but man, we are all over the map. Oh, no, I do have the tab. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about how we're doing this? Because I mean, we got what are you even doing here? You got a B for the first one and a B for the second one and a C minus for the next one and a D. And then you're saying this? Yeah. This one is a B again? Oh, yeah. This one's as good as the best one? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'll tell you right now, you're wrong. Are you? I don't know. These movies aren't that good. Look at me. I got this figured out. We See, got here's the thing, Cody. C- I'm a professional minus. reviewer, okay, and you're not. So you're getting worn down by this series, and I'm not. You know, I'm got a looking D at each plus. of them independent. And then we got a C minus. Then we got an F. Then we got a D. And now we're back to a D plus. They're going for it. You know, this is the most fun, Cody. It's a fun movie. Good time. You know what's sad is like the last holiday got a higher grade for me than this did. I mean, what are we even doing? My scale's broken. I was uh, I was about to hear about a trasher scale. I I don't know what I'm doing. Oof, Tyler, want to thank the people for listening. I want to tell you you can rate and review us to help us get the juice to go up, take this podcast all the way into the stratosphere. And if there's a movie you want us to review, you can tweet us. Or reach out on social media at Opinion Havers. I mean, by the time this comes out, is Twitter even going to be running? Definitely not. No. Until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. You got you with the hate of Wong. <laughs> so dumb. I got wonged, bro. You got wonged, right? <laughs>